biggest games, the best performances, expert analysis. You are locked on now. You're listening to Locked On Now, local experts on the biggest stories throughout the NFL. I'm your host, Kim Becker, and thank you so much for making Locked On Now your first listen every weekday. On today's show, we will preview the NFC matchups in week six, who will have the best opportunities this weekend and who will have the toughest challenges. We'll get help from our local experts throughout the show. But first, let's talk about Thursday night football. The biggest game. Week six started out with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Philadelphia Eagles, and the Buccaneers came away with a win. At halftime, they were up 21-7 and even extended their lead 28-7 late in the third quarter. But then the Philadelphia Eagles started to pick up the pace, came back with 15 unanswered points, and tried to get that last stop at the end of the fourth quarter. But Tom Brady and the Buccaneers did what Tom Brady and the Buccaneers do best, held on to the ball, ran down the clock, and came away with a 28-22 win. Let's hear what our Locked On Bucks and Locked On Eagles hosts had to say about Thursday night's game. We've seen playoff Lenny. We've seen Lombardi Lenny. Recently, we've been seeing regular season Lenny. And now after Thursday night football, we've got prime time Lenny. I am David Harrison of the Locked On Bucks podcast reacting to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers 28-22 win on Thursday night football over the Philadelphia Eagles and running back Leonard Fournette leading the way for his offense, 127 total yards of offense on the night for the team, two touchdowns on the ground, helping lead his team to a six point victory. Jalen hurts and the Philadelphia Eagles did make it interesting at the end. Jalen hurts himself with two touchdowns on the ground as well. But in the end, it was the Tampa Bay Buccaneers coming away with a victory. Their fifth of the year. They get a little bit of an extended break now after the Thursday night football game before they welcome in Justin Fields and the Chicago Bears for their Week 7 matchup. For more on this game and all things Tampa Bay Buccaneers, check out my co-host James Jarko and I on the Locked On Bucks podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Gino Camilleri here to recap the Eagles' defeat at the hands of the defending Super Bowl champions and Tom Brady with a score of 28-22. to It seemed from the get-go that the better offense was the team coming out of Tampa Bay. The Eagles, once again, for a second consecutive week, were stuck in the mud, having three and out after three and out consecutively for multiple times throughout this game. The Eagles struggled to get things going until the second half on offense. The defense, even though at first they were allowing points and yards to that offense, they started to settle in. They just couldn't get it done at the end of the game when they needed one more stop. All in all, this game plan wasn't made to beat this Tampa Bay team. They figured out what it takes to beat elite teams in the NFL, and the Philadelphia Eagles just aren't one of those teams. Fly, Eagles, fly. Well, we all know it's a tough task to beat Tampa Bay Tom Brady, Tampa Bay, we can say them all. Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers right now, especially coming off of that Super Bowl win. The Dallas Cowboys now sit in that first seed in the NFC East, coming off of a season where they were in the third slot in 2020. Coming up next on Locked On Now, we will preview the rest of the NFC matchups here in Week 6. Plus, two longtime friends and college teammates will go head-to-head for only the second time in their professional career. I'm Kim Becker, and you're listening to Locked On Now. Welcome back to Locked On Now. I'm your host, Kim Becker, and we've already recapped the first game of week six in the NFL. So now let's turn it over to our network of local Locked On NFL hosts to preview more matchups upcoming in week six. 
let's go around the league. Let's start with the Los Angeles Rams and the New York Giants. The Rams are off to a hot start. And they are in line to possibly make the playoffs for the fourth time in just five seasons under their now 35-year-old head coach, Sean McVay. However, the New York Giants are off to a horrible start yet again, one and four, and this could potentially be their fifth straight losing season, second under Joe Judge, and fourth in just that short span of head coaches. The New York Giants are also facing several injuries. Their quarterback, Daniel Jones, had a concussion last week, running back Saquon Barkley with an ankle injury, and receiver Kenny Galladay with a knee injury, all in their loss to the Dallas Cowboys. But let's turn it over to our Locked On Rams host so that he can help us preview the rest of this matchup. The Los Angeles Rams defense ranks second in pressures this season among all defenses. I'm Sosu Kermenges, your host of the Locked On Rams podcast, and I'm going to be keeping my eyes out for one of the biggest keys to victory here for the Rams in this contest between the Rams and the Giants in week six is going to be whether the defense can start to turn some of those pressures into sacks and convert them into actual production there, which we'll see if that comes to fruition. As of right now, the Rams rank second in pressures on defense among all teams in the NFL, according to Pro Football Focus, with 108, only two behind the first place Dallas Cowboys. Of course, the Rams defensive line is going to be spearheaded by number 99 defensive tackle Aaron Donald, a future Hall of Famer. The Rams, some question marks in terms of what quarterback they're going to go up against this week. Is it going to be Daniel Jones, the original starter? Maybe backup Mike Glennon. We'll see in terms of the injury update. Either way, this defensive line is going to look to wreak some havoc in week six against the New York Giants. To find out how this contest goes for the Rams and the Giants, make sure to tune into the Locked on Rams podcast wherever you get your podcasts. The Green Bay Packers and the Chicago Bears back-to-back -back wins have the Bears in a position to potentially take over first place if they beat the Green Bay Packers, which is a tall task to complete. For the Bears, wins over Rodgers and the Packers are few and far between. The Packers have 19 of the past 22 meetings with that W, including the playoffs. And the Packers are 21-5 and against Chicago with Aaron Rodgers starting. And only one of those losses, he left with an injury after the opening series. So the Packers are obviously a team to be reckoned with. But after that first week, they came off of a very, very large beating of the Saints. 38-3, the Packers lost that game. But after that one, Aaron Rodgers did come out in his press conference and say, hey, guys, it was just one game. And he's pretty much backed up that statement ever since. They are coming off of a win against the Bengals in overtime last week. But they are favored to get the win against the Chicago Bears this Sunday. Let's hear what our Locked On Packers host has to say about this matchup. I've been harping on it all week. Win the pass rush battle with the Chicago Bears and beat the Chicago Bears. I'm Peter Bukowski, host of Locked on Packers. And the key to victory this week for Green Bay in their NFC North showdown is winning the pass rush battle. Yes, the Bears have the most sacks in the league. They have the second best adjusted sack rate in football. And Justin Fields, when he is pressured, 45th out of 47 quarterbacks in pressure grade. If you pressure Chicago, which has a struggling and banged up offensive line, you can keep the Bears from scoring already last in the league in scoring. On the other side, with Aaron Rodgers, when he is kept clean, he has a passer rating of 122. When he is pressured, his passer rating is 31. That's not his rank. That is his rating. It is night and day difference 
when he has time to throw and when he doesn't. And when you look at these two teams, they both have solid pass rushers. In fact, Green Bay has a better pressure rate and more combined sacks and quarterback hits than the Bears, despite the fact that the Bears have more sacks. Chicago is converting sacks from pressures at an unsustainable rate. The Packers have the better offensive line and the better quarterback. So even if the Bears have the slightly better pass rush, and maybe they do, their offensive line and their quarterbacks are significantly worse. So you win that battle, that is the game for Green Bay. And speaking of the Cincinnati Bengals, they are taking on the Detroit Lions this week. They are 3-2 and two coming off of that overtime loss to the Green Bay Packers. And their quarterback, Joe Burrow, even missed the post-game press conference because of a possible throat contusion. He was taken to the hospital but has since been cleared to play on Sunday. But the Lions, oh, the Lions and the Bengals are both really sitting on the wrong side of history in the NFL this season. The Detroit Lions became the first team to lose Two games in the same season on game-winning kicks of 50-plus yards with no time left on the clock. And two of them were done in a three-week span. One of them was even done to a record NFL field goal in length now. I mean, just crazy last-minute situations for the Detroit Lions. So I know that they're trying to change that going forward here. But their quarterback, Jared Goff, is only averaging 6.6 yards passing per attempt, his lowest since his rookie year with the Los Angeles Rams in 2016. And he is currently ranked 25th in the NFL. Goff's shaky accuracy, getting sacked nearly three times a game, and a lackluster group of wide receivers have contributed to the problem for the Lions. And although Dan Campbell gave a very emotional speech after their last loss last week, they really need that physical win to get their momentum back and to keep this season within reach. So here is your Locked On Lions host with more. I'm Matt Derry from the Locked On Lions podcast right here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Your biggest key for the Lions to get their first victory of the season coming up on Sunday against the Bengals is simple. Don't turn the football over inside the red zone of the opposition. Lions lost too many opportunities against Baltimore, Chicago, and Minnesota the last three weeks that enabled them to fail and lose those football games. The Lions are moving the football okay. It's not a great offense. All right, by any stretch of the imagination. But when it comes down to it, they've got to get points inside the other team's 20. The problems they had against the Bears two weeks ago. Last week against the Vikings, same thing. Golf, a fumble, and an interception. The Lions have to take better care of the football if they want to knock off the Bengals on Sunday. It's a good Cincinnati team, an improved Cincinnati team. Lions still banged up, but got to take care of the ball. No silly turnovers. And they can beat the Bengals on Sunday and get their first win. Matt Derry, Locked On Lions. And last but definitely not least, the matchup against the Arizona Cardinals with the Cleveland Browns. The Arizona Cardinals are the last undefeated team in the league currently, and the Cleveland Browns had a very good start to the season but have since fallen. They are coming off of a tough loss, that 47-42 loss to the Los Angeles Chargers. But let's talk about two guys who were college teammates, long friends, two guys that were out there just pushing each other on the field in meetings, even playing video games, to be better. Kyler Murray and Baker, ba Baker Mayfield, excuse me. Kyler Murray and Baker Mayfield, two Heisman Trophy winners, first round NFL draft picks. I mean, two guys that have had such a long history together, but that history is going to be strained for just a few short hours on Sunday 
when they go head to head. The Cardinals are looking to keep this this season undefeated with their sixth straight win while the Browns are looking for a little bit of a comeback comeback. Let's hear what our locked on Cardinals host has to say about this matchup. Lone unbeaten team looks to go to 6-0 on the road in week six against the Cleveland Browns. The Arizona Cardinals, Alex, they have a pretty simple strategy to stay unscathed. Stop the run, baby. Stop the run. It seems almost impossible at this point. The Cleveland Browns have two top 12 running backs in Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. The offensive line is is a nice upgrade from where they were last season. And the Cardinals' downside on defense, if there has been one, it's been the run defense. We'll see if Zayvon Collins, Isaiah Simmons can, can step up to the task and what Baker Mayfield is going to look like in the passing game when they're going to focus on the run like they do seemingly every week. The Cleveland Browns are so good at the run that if like you're just okay against the run, like that's a win, right? If you can just hold them to like 150 yards, you're good. Just don't let them go off for like... 200 230 and you should be all right 12 touchdowns between the two of them through five weeks those are bonkers numbers 187 yards per game if the cardinals can keep them out of the end zone ben don't break be a huge win for the cardinals in an effort to go six and zero on sunday yeah keep that champagne on ice from the 72 dolphins one more week cardinals browns baker kyler round two can't wait for it it's locked on cardinals Bo and alex Well, there you have it. Thanks for making Locked On Now your first listen every weekday morning. Make your second listen, Locked On NFL. For breaking news and expert analysis, make sure that you stay Locked On Now.